One of the classic books on Christian living is a short work entitled The Practice of the Presence of God. It is the account of a monk named Brother Lawrence who was given the very non-spiritual task of washing dishes in his monastery. Through this everyday mundane activity, Brother Lawrence discovered insights into the spiritual life which have impacted Christians for generations ever since. This is a short quote from the book. The quote begins, Brother Lawrence thought it was a shame that some people pursued spiritual activity, which he noted they did rather imperfectly due to human shortcomings, mistaking the means, the activities, for the end. He said that our sanctification does not depend as much on changing our activities as it does on doing them for God rather than for ourselves. The most effective way Brother Lawrence had for communicating with God was to simply do his ordinary work. He did this obediently out of a pure love of God, purifying it as much as was humanly possible. He believed it was a serious mistake to think of our prayer time as being different from any other time. Our actions should unite us with God when we are involved in our daily activities, just as our prayers unite us with Him in our quiet devotions. End quote. Brother Lawrence recognized something incredibly important to our lives as we seek to be a prayerful presence wherever we are. Through the day, we are not jumping from spiritual things to non-spiritual things, Rather, God has called us to pray without ceasing and to expect God to speak to us and through us in everyday activities. Of course, God speaks when we seek Him in devoted and focused prayer, but I wonder how much we miss when we stop listening, when we cease praying, moment by moment as we go through the day. A member of Central was telling me about her grandma just before our morning service this Sunday. She remembered her grandma telling her that in her later years, she had found that line between prayer and living begin to blur. In other words, rather than her prayer times being only those separated, devoted moments of her life, she grew to the point of praying ceaselessly throughout her day. Her whole life became as a prayer. This posture of prayerfulness actually astounds me. I admit the Lord has much leading to do in me before I can say the same about my life. It also makes me think about this journey we're on of walking and talking with Jesus. If we're not careful, we can begin to think of our prayer life simply in terms of a 20-minute chunk of time which we desperately carve out of the day or week, we put real life aside for a moment and commit to pray. Then we return to real life again, hopefully refocused and ready to live a bit differently. Or, in terms of our prayer walking, we might set aside 15 or 20 minutes a week to walk in our neighborhoods, praying for our neighbors and our community as we go. Now, these are good things. I really do hope that you continue each of them. But 
What is remarkable about people like my friend's grandma and about Brother Lawrence is that they were both people of deep prayer and yet much of their lives weren't spent in prayer meetings and silent meditation and fasting and admittedly even on prayer walks. Instead, they washed dishes, they raised kids and grandkids, they walked in parks, they went to the store, they visited friends, they took evening strolls in their neighborhoods, and all the while, they never stopped praying. You and I can learn this, especially following Pentecost Sunday, that we don't do spiritual things. Rather, we are spirit-filled people who are invited to be in constant communion with the spirit giver each moment of each day. You are teachers, parents, office administrators, custodians, truck drivers, business people, doctors, retirees, mechanics, spouses, friends, etc., etc., and you live among people like yourself every moment of every day. You live among other people like yourself when you're at home. The gift that is in you is a deposit from heaven enabling you to pray no matter where you are or how much free time you have or don't have. Please take this to heart. As you go into this week, begin to practice praying even in the most mundane moments. Slowly, you and I might find ourselves praying for neighbors, friends, family, creation, and ourselves far more diligently than we ever thought possible. We will find ourselves walking and talking with Jesus moment by moment and blessing his creation all the while. So join me this week in growing a little more in our own practice of the presence of God. How about you start here? During the next 60 minutes, consciously make an effort to notice the little ways that you can pray. As you get ready in the morning, thank God for his blessing and his protection today. As you prepare food, pray for the many people who struggle without these provisions. As you leave your house, speak a blessing over the homes and the people around you as you drive or walk away. As you pull up to your workplace in a while, pray a blessing on your co-workers and on the business that you work for, etc., etc. Wherever you are in the next 60 minutes, let's consciously pray. Let's begin here, one hour, and then trust that God will lead us to pray from there. Bless you today as you are always in God's presence.